Grace Central Radio Show. On ESPN Radio 1600. Let's go racing drivers! Unbelievable! It's going to be close right here at the line. He's got the inside. They touch once, twice. Oh boy, here we go. This is going to be tight right here. Now, here is your host, one of the most respected motorsports voices in America, Motorsports Insider, Kurt Hansen. Now, here we go. It's at 3 o'clock on a Fast Friday. Hey, welcome to the show, Graham. It is... Well, it is the premier home for motorsports right here on the blowtorch for motorsports. That would be AM 1600, FM 104.3, the fan on HD 2981, and all we streaming at racecentralmedia.com. Hey, welcome to the program. We got a good one today. And uh, wow, what a weird day. But um, uh, yeah, it's uh, a lot going on in the world. The IndyCar Series is back at uh, Nashville this weekend where they came off a really incredible event last year wildly attended much probably maybe even more when uh, next year when nascar hits the streets of chicago that should be a good one but i i, I draw that parallel because uh nashville was uh on the calendar last year it was our first event there and it was insane if you were listening to the program i believe we had uh I, I want to say uh, the Skeen machine, Mike Skeen on the program, because Trans Am was with IndyCar last year, uh, like they are this year in the streets of Nashville. So it's good stuff. Uh, some minor course alterations or adjustments, as uh, we should put it, from last year as, uh, you know, the the turn, the left turn, as they came over the, the Nashville River at about a million miles an hour was... Uh, a little bit snug. How about I'll just leave it at that. And the, a little tight through that area where Marcus Erickson, Erickson literally, and Marcus was your Indy 500 winner this year, oh, by the way, um, yeah, was put the nose of the car about uh, eight feet in the air, came down and uh, damaged the wing, but didn't damage the suspension or the nose and then went on to win the race. So pretty good story. We'll see how it plays out this weekend, but it'll be uh, it'll be a fast one in uh, Nashville this weekend. Uh, NASCAR is at Michigan, uh, the track that, uh, well, then now that Roger Penske, well, he's owned it for quite some time, actually, but uh, uh, that should be exciting. Really good race last weekend in Indy. The, you know, the feedback that I am getting from my, uh, I'll use a, 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 a Oh, uh, my birdies. Uh, I'm stealing that from our good friends over on the other side on FM 104.3, the fan, Tyler Columbus. I, I like that word. But, I mean, man, great event for both series. A, a bit of a, of a crash fest for both, but that certainly, I mean, the fans love it. Uh, teams and drivers maybe not so much, but I've been talking a lot lately about the the strong resurgence of Alexander Rossi, and it is interesting because it it started to happen right about the time that he announced that he was going to McLaren next year in IndyCar season or series and leaving uh, Andretti Autosport. Michael Andretti's little gig that he's got going on, and it was right about that time that he really started to not, not only qualify better, race better, and just perform all the way around. It's it was like. Uh, 90% improvement 
And Alexander Rossi gets the win at Indy uh, last weekend, much like he did winning the Indy 500 not that many years ago. But, <clears throat> you know, uh, really, really good stuff. IMSA is at uh, Road America this weekend, which should be. I mean, there's a lot of racing on TV. You've got, you got NASCAR. A Formula One is off. They come back in a couple of weeks. This is their what they call their, their midsummer break. Oh, my God. The saga continues, not just in IndyCar, but now in Formula One, in NASCAR. Tyler Reddick wins at Indy uh, a week ago, and I've got some great audio that I want to share with a whole bunch of it, actually, but uh, uh, a very candid conversation with Richard Childress about his relationship with Tyler Reddick. Because Tyler now, I mean, theoretically, I mean, who knows? Uh, you heard Lee Spencer say in the program a few weeks ago that that – uh, there are there are rumors, and as I like to say, where there's where there's uh, fire, there's smoke. That he could get sat down. Now I don't think that's going to happen. Now, especially after last weekend, if he if his performance started dropping off, which it hasn't at all all season long, it maybe could have happened, but I don't think that's going to happen now. I mean, they're in the they're in the chase. Uh, it's you know. I don't want to say it's all about the dough, but with with no dough, there's no go. And obviously, the all the details of his deal uh, with twenty three eleven. Nobody, well, the only there's only a few people that know all those details, and I'm not one of them. As as you know, I don't even believe our good friend, you know, Super NASCAR Insider Bob Pockris knows. They just they just don't share that stuff. I mean, who who knows what that means sponsorship wise moving forward? So. I don't, I don't see at this point uh, that being a possibility. It's getting crazy out there, though. I mean, the silly season is a real thing, and usually it starts well as the season starts to really wind down. This is a, a really let's put it this way: a early silly season. It's like uh, it's like snowfall in Denver in August. Actually, it's like snowfall in Denver in July, because this has been going on since July now. A lot of shakeup in Formula One. Lawsuits. Um, I'll get to the the latest on the Chip Ganassi deal with McLaren. It's It's getting stickier by the moment. I find it interesting. I mean, if you are embattled... In lawsuits and turmoil and just all kinds of janky stuff. I mean, this is not like going out and and playing golf and, you know, maybe you're not playing your A game because you got a lot going on. Hello, Tiger Woods. Or hello, Live Golf. (laughs) Boy, that turned into a mess. It's, It's... it's, it's a lot of fun to talk about. For people like me, it, it's uh, a lot of fodder. But uh, where there's uh, a lot of fodder, there's usually a lot of foddering. We really didn't have a silly season in 2021 or at the end of 2020. My God, people were just happy to be alive and get through the season. Uh, 2021 really didn't have a silly season because I, I think people were still recovering and kind of licking their wounds. And then there started to be COVID spikes again. I You know, all this stuff. But boy, are they making up for it now. Oh, my God. Uh, Western Swing is over for the National Hot Rod Association. The 
NHRA, or as I coined many years ago, much of the chagrin of the NHRA, the National Hard Rain Association, because it rained like at half the events that year. Yeah, it's that was also a, a thing. Um, I got some really, really good stories to get to today that I think, I, well, I know you're really, really going to enjoy. And if you're a car collector or into the car stuff, if you're a gearhead, a motorhead, you buy, sell cars, you just love cars, whatever, I have probably the preeminent expert on that stuff on the program today, Mr. Keith Martin. I've known Keith for a long, long time. Uh, you know, this is, this guy's got his finger on the pulse of what's going on. And, and there is some shifting. There's no doubt in the high-end car market. What's going on? So it'll be fun to talk to Keith. Also, my good friend Cameron Steele. Cameron was doing uh, TV for the Champ Car World Series back in the day, the Denver Grand Prix and such, when I was a series announcer. And great guy. Used to be head of the Desert Assassins. Super, super uh, cool guy. Um, and a big-time off-road racer. Certainly, if you uh, uh, remember commercials for... Uh, I believe it was uh, Bridgestone Tires. They used to have the commercial with Cameron in his trophy truck and his wife Heidi in like a, a Lamborghini uh, Giardo. Uh, it was called Duck Duck Goose. It's pretty cool stuff. Also, a ja- Ashley Judd sighting right here in the building today. And then I will break down the real story behind, well, behind the big story of the week. And that's Lewis Hamilton, quote unquote, Air quotes, joining ownership of the Denver Broncos. You have not heard this story anywhere before. It is factual. It is from me. And you want to stick around and listen to it because it's going to make your ears pop. Hey, I'm the Insider. It's Race Central on the radio. And the blowtorch for all things motorsports. SDK behind the, well, no more glass. But uh, the kids in the in the house, we got a great show. Keep it locked right here. It is Race Central. And I'll get to that Ashley Judd story. And the real story behind the Denver Bronco Lewis Hamilton deal. Keep it locked right here. It is Ray Central at RayCentralMedia.com. Expected voices in motorsports. Your host, Kurt Hansen. That's uh, about a quarter past the hour, or as close as we can get to it. It is Ray Central Radio. It's uh, Ray Central The Drive from 3 to 5 right here on the Blowtorch, the big stick for all things uh, Gearhead. Over 20 years here in the Mile High City and uh, ruining people's. Uh, uh, well, eardrums for decades around the country and around the globe and always streaming at racecentralmedia.com. There's a story coming across the wire that's, uh, wow, it's, man, the, the state of our country right now is, um, it's it's shocking. I mean, I was with my wife the other day. We were coming back from lunch, and you know, within a block, we, you know, people running signs and running over people and just everybody's angry. And I, I, it makes, it worries me. I mean, I avoided because of my copious driving skills, but could have been four. I mean, my wife said could have been four accidents within a block. I'm like, yeah, it's like, what the, as uh, not uh, uh, Vic Lombardi, uh, love Vic, but Vince Lombardi would say, what the hell's going on around here? So another uh, shooting, it's, I'm trying to get, uh, what the heck? I'm going to have to, um, I'm going to have to look into this a little further because I, I'm reading it right now and it looks like that Kyle and Samantha were in a mall where they had a shooting and Brexton was there 
and they are safe. I'm not a reader, but with stuff like this coming across the Internet right now, it just alerted me. Uh, you know, you got to read what's being put out by the uh, public information officer and such. Um, the Kyle says, if you're seeing the news about the Mall of America, boy, have you never been to that place? Well, I don't think I'll be going there now. It's like for decades was the world's largest mall. It could still be. But they uh, they they were there, but they're safe. Um, wow, it's uh, yeah. I'll, I'll get more into this. Um, they were there shopping uh, just before the race this weekend at the 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 what's called the Firekeepers. Wow, what a name for this one! Huh? Firekeepers Casino Four Hundred in Michigan, and it has not affected the race yet. This is this is just uh man. Yeah, I guess it's uh you know, it's it's the way things are these days. It's it's pretty scary. Uh on uh, to a lighter note. So here um I guess I don't I'm thinking do I have time to I don't have time for a long long tirade about uh the Lewis Hamilton thing, do I? No, I don't. Okay. Um so I walk in the studio today and here's the funny story. So uh, our good friend Jimmy Vaster was my teammate in Formula Atlantics and uh, uh, now a great um, owner in IndyCar Series and in, in IMSA with his uh, two Lexus cars and uh, Vaster Sullivan. It's <laughs> Jimmy used to have, and this has been, there was the their Champ Car World Series, which before that it was CART, and then before that it was USAC IndyCars and Jimmy's a great guy. Hails from the Bay Area, owns a bunch of dealerships, uh, lost his dad last year, sadly. I, knew, I, I still know Jimmy very, very well. I knew his dad. Um, yeah, it's, uh, but he did a golf tournament at uh, the Monterey Golf Course the week uh, leading up to the, the uh, Champ Car World Series race at Laguna Seca, one of my home tracks. Well, and for the Atlantic cars, that was a double race weekend for us. As we opened the show, we opened the show Saturday and also on Sunday. Indy cars, of course, just on Sunday. And Dario Franchitti, who's been on these air- airwaves before and on Race Central TV, uh, was married to Ashley Judd. Not for very long, but uh, I, I believe they were still married when he won the Indy 500. Or maybe they were still. Uh, in the final throes of their, um, um, what's the word, unencumbrance. Boy, how politically correct is that, Sid? That's pretty good, huh? Better than divorce. So, (laughs) yeah, I'm pretty sure she was there when he won the Indy 500. Um, So Jimmy puts on this golf tournament every year before uh, the, the champ car race at Laguna. And for many years, the, the, that was the season finale. And uh, uh, Jimmy was uh, driving Honda, Honda Power cars with the Chip Ganassi. And so one of the most powerful men in motorsports at that time, uh, Robert Clark, who was the head of Ron, uh, Honda Racing and Performance. And they have these big, beautiful tables. It's out on the deck overlooking the golf course. And I mean, it is. It's a who's who of who's who. And so... Um, Oh, God, I just remembered a Tony Kanaan thing that happened. I'll I'll tell that later in the store. It's freaking hilarious. A little embarrassing for TK, but it's pretty good. Anyway, so I come up there, and here's Jimmy, and he got Jimmy's table. And Jimmy says, here, you're sitting here with us. And I'm okay. 
and I'm sitting there, and and uh, Robert Clark comes up, and we start talking, and blah 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 blah. And who comes around the corner? Dario Franchitti with said Ashley Judd. She sits down right next to me in this little, and she little, in this really cute little summery dress thing with a hat that I have uh, now just been informed is called a bucket hat. Who informed me of that? Ashley Judd. Well, sort of. Who's calling me? I hate that when that happens. I should just turn my phone off. It's probably Ashley. She probably heard me talking about her. Hey, Ashley, we'll talk later. It's okay. Uh, I'll see you in Knoxville at the Nationals. Well, probably not. Um, she says, yeah, and, and Darius, it's, you know, so I, Ashley's to my left. Darius to her left. Robert Clark is to my right. And Jimmy's about one spacer over. And I got, and Tony Canons at the table. I mean, it is, it is a, who, a who's who of who's who. And I have to tell you, it's one of the best times I ever had uh, around um, um, motor racing event. And I, I'd since um, retired. Well, it was kind of a forced retirement. We just couldn't find any more money. And it, in those days, uh, you know, 500 grand or more to run a full season of, of Champ Car Atlantics. I had a ball. And so all the people went off to play golf and Ashley doesn't play golf. Dario left. So it's Robert Clark, Ashley Judd, and myself. We're sitting there, and we are we are bench racing for easily an hour. And one of the nicest compliments ever paid to me, and I'm not patting myself on the back. It's just part of the story. He looks at me, and, and he, I told him I'd raced at Atlantic, and Jimmy, I mean, he got the whole backstory, much to his chagrin. People say I talk too much, uh, my wife being one of them. But... He says, you really, 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 really know motor racing. And this is before I started doing this. And that kind of led me at some point down the road to do this. But it was a lot of fun. So, but the funny thing is, is uh, uh, Sid, the kid comes around the corner, much like she's has, and, and Sid, Sid is a very, very nice looking young lady. And and she's got her bucket hat on, and she's got her, her droopy shirt, and like the, the peg leg, uh, uh, kind of like skinny jean pants on, and her, her flip flops. And I swear to God, I went, first thing I, what was the first thing I said to you? I said, you look like Ashley Judd. And what did you say to me? Who's that? Yeah. Okay. Good, good stuff. I had to have her look it up. But uh, that was pretty funny because that, that's so there, there is my pseudo Ashley Judd sighting. It's pretty cool, though. But she does look like Ashley. Very, very, very nice uh, lady. I, I, you know, uh, much like that line from, um, man, the Bradley Cooper movie about Vegas. What's that called? Help me out. Come on, Sid. Uh, yeah, hangover. Where uh, 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 the dentist dude who ripped his tooth out marries the the stripper? Can I say that? I guess I just did. And other and other sundry career paths. Uh, and and what, I think Bradley Cooper says something. Like, oh, you married a stripper, blankety blank blank, and and Garfakalis or whatever the heck his name is, Garfakalis or Garifanakis. Thank you. Uh, easy for you to say without a broken jaw. Uh, says, hey, don't say that about her. She's a nice lady. Classic movie. I mean, I, and you know, there, there are, 
like some of the some of the classics like that, a Top Gun. I can go on and on and on because I just I'm just you know I'm kind of anal retentive. I, I find flaws. You know, I can t- I mean I can go I can tell you about ten flaws. I, I remember right off the top from the original Top Gun. Haven't seen the late, latest one yet, but I'll, I'll get around to it. Um, I guess we're going to talk to uh, Keith Martin next segment. We'll talk about the collector and investment car business. If you're a gearhead, you don't want to miss that because this guy is the guy. And then I will give you the what many people think is the real scoop. And I did some local radio and a couple national hits uh, when that story came out. And uh, talking to my b- birdies, I believe, uh, well, I'll break it down to you. I'll tell you the story that you've never heard before if you want to know what is probably the real story. And as Paul Harvey would say, so now you know. Yeah. It is Race Central Radio, SDK, uh, right over there at slash Ashley Judd. I'm the insider. Back with Keith Martin after this and RaceCentralMedia.com. It's about 30 minutes after the hour. It is uh, the premier home for motorsports. It is Race Central on the radio. It's the drive from 3 to 5 here are the blowtorch for all things gearhead and motorsports for over 20 years here in the Mile High and uh, streaming around the country and around the globe at the website that makes you a smarter and better motorsports fan. That site would be racecentralmedia.com. Our next guest on the program, uh, I've known of him for many, many, many years. I think we might have met well, a long time ago, but uh, being that I was in the uh, high-end car business for many, many, many years and still buy and restore and trade and stuff, when our good friend Judy Stropus reached out to me a while back to have the, uh, the well, the, the empresario of all this stuff, Mr. Keith Martin. Keith, I, I'm going to bet you're in Pebble Beach. Well, you know, I checked, not this year for the first time in 30 years. Oh, I've got a 15-year-old who's having a little medical procedure, and I'm just going to stay home and take care of him. Mm, well, I hope that all goes uh, uh, very, very well. Well, well, and I'm going to have seven or eight staff down there going to everything, and we're we're going to have a presence all over Monterey like we always have. Yeah. Uh, he He's the, the publisher of Sports Car Market. Uh, you can check on him online at sportscarmarket.com. You know, it's it's funny because I, I I think we tried to do this a month or so ago, and, and you know, you're you're a busy guy, and we're busy over here, and blah, blah, blah. But I, I started thinking, but you know, the week before I head off to do a television with Speed Sport from the Knoxville Nationals, the epicenter of sprint car racing. I can't wait to get there. But it being Pebble Beach Week, or as they say, as we say in the industry, you know, Car Week uh, at the beach. Um, yeah, are you kind of jonesing a little bit for not, you know, not going to be there? No, you know, actually, uh, because so much stuff is live streamed these days. Oh, I know. Uh, you know, when I first started Sports Car Market, it was 34 years ago. There was no internet. There weren't really no cell phones. There was no social media. And so if you didn't go someplace, there was no way to experience. That's completely different now. 
Yeah, you think? <laughs> I mean, I used to go, I went every year uh, until I moved here about 22 years ago. So, uh, and I met Jay Leno and had a very long, lengthy conversation with him. This I'm talking about, you know, I, I want to say late 80s now, maybe early 90s. But um, it, there's something special about that place. And, and you know, heading over to... Uh, uh, God, I mean, I'm just thinking about all the wonderful restaurants and the people and this, you know, all the good stuff. Mission Ranch and having steaks with Clint Eastwood and bumping into this guy and that guy and that gal. It's uh, it's a pretty special deal. But, you know, it's it's funny because I, I remember back in the day when I had my, my I was a Lotus dealer and Ducati dealer. But we made, you know, a lot of money selling high end and collectible stuff. And it was like and I, I don't think you were involved with it, but I just started thinking about the 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 Bible, the Ferrari market letter that came out every 10 days or so that was literally by the day setting the marketplace pricing for, for, for Ferraris. Those were pretty interesting times. Well, that was founded by Gerald Rausch and yes. actually Gerald Rausch. Uh, was my motivator and in some ways my mentor. To, I founded the Alpha Market Letter. And, and the reason I founded Alpha Market Letter is you had Gerald Rausch, who was an authority. He required serial numbers for every ad. Um, he, he, was really, he really did a great job. And there was a Maserati Market Letter. There was a Pantera Market Letter. There was no Alpha Market Letter. And I thought, well, I better do one before somebody else does one that's really bad and makes me really pissed off every time I read it. You're a big alpha. So am I. I've had I, probably over two dozen alphas in my, you know, 64 years. I still have um, a two-owner, 80,000-mile, uh, 84 Spider Veloce that I haven't driven in forever because I just, just haven't had the time. But there's something about alphas. And I remember back in the day, it was Alpha Recombi. And I remember your alpha letter because you were the, the guru when it came to that stuff. And boy, Alpha Recombi, they're not even around anymore. But that, that was our go-to for all things alpha way back in the day. Yeah, Alpha Recombi. And also, you know, John Norman's Alpha Yep. Part. And John and John Norman is still around. Yes, he is. Actually, Paul Hasselgren built my motors when I raced um, uh, Champ Car Atlantics for a long, long time. Yeah, and Norman had, I, I think he had this janky old, uh, like, 74 GTV that I can't, I, it was brown, I think. But, yeah, it was Norman. Lime green. He had a lime, lime green. Lime green, that's it. And he raced that thing, too, sometimes, and it, we used to make fun of him. Yeah, uh, so Norman was the local go-to guy because I was in the Bay Area. I was in Walnut Creek, California. My dealership was there. And, yeah, it was Norman and then Alpha Recombi. So if, it, if Norman didn't have it, uh, Alpha Recombi did. But um, do you do you currently own Alpha? Pardon me? Do you currently own an Alpha? Oh, I'm down to three. <laughs> I know. Kind of a loaded question. So yeah, give, give um, it up. I've got a 91 Spider Veloce uh, that's my, kind of a modern runaround car. I've got a 65 Julia Spider Veloce I've mm. had for 35 years. And then I've got a uh, 71 uh, Junior Zagato, which oh. is a great coupe. Yeah, it is. Uh, those weren't double bubbles, were they? No, they weren't. Yeah, I didn't think so. Um, so what, I mean, you had your TV show, What's My Car Worth? I mean, you know, and you've been hailed as, and I can just tell in talking with you, I, I, you know, I don't know if we've met, I think we have way back when, but, you know, yeah. um, it, I mean, you really, this is, a, this is passionate to you. Well, it is. I uh, My grandfather, who raised me when I was eight years old, taught me how to drive a tractor on the farm. And there's something about that mechanical sound and feel and heat and vibration that just got into my DNA, and it's never let go. 
Yeah, that's kind of how it happens. So it's kind of like that that wonderful vibration you get when the donuts start to go out in your drive shaft in your spider. You know, <laughs> that's right. It says oh, time to get a new rubber coupling. Yeah, a new rubber coupling donut, as we like to call them. Um, for so, so, what you're you're doing now? Um, I mean, are you are you engaged every day with the publishing and the writing and just I mean all the the inner workings of a sports car market? I work, yes. I work every day. Uh, I've got an unbelievably good staff led by Jeff Sabatini, my executive editor, who was with Car and Driver and Wall Street Journal. But uh, my job is to kind of have the overview and to set the tone and to and and have the vision and forward direction for the magazine. And then I have a whole team that executes at a very, very high level. Yeah, do you think? Um I see you're on the board for LeMay, and my good friend Dominic Dobson is. You, I'm sure you know know yeah. him well, or you know. And I actually I have a, I have a brick up there somewhere, but I was a, a co-founder of the original LeMay. I call it before they finished the mothership, which is right here in Denver, actually Lakewood, Colorado. So yeah, I'm familiar with LeMay. What an amazing place! It is. I know Dominic uh, w- well enough. He's a great guy. Was a wonderful racer. A good teacher. Um, I mean, he's a real plus to the to the LeMay Museum. Yeah, no doubt. So what I I, I just sold um, a '68 Impala four-door resto mod that had 200 miles since full restoration, full rotisserie, um, and and I I'd only owned it for a little while. My plan was to keep it for a lot longer, but I, I just I started to get you know after doing this for so long you get that feeling in your belly that things are changing and even looking at some cars that have been selling to some of the auction sites lately it seems like things are softening up your thoughts well we'll know more in a couple of weeks because there's going to be over a thousand cars coming up for sale in monterey and part of what we have here is a pent-up demand from the COVID era when, when we couldn't go anywhere or do anything I mean, part of the real reason to go to Monterey and what I'm really going to miss is seeing all of the people that I connect with through social media over the the entire year. And there's nothing like sitting in an auction tent together or a restaurant or going to Pebble Beach or to Moto Lux that Haggerty owns now. I mean, there's no substitute for in-person meeting. Now, all of us are going to sit back and we're going to watch the results every day from all these auctions. Are things softening? You know, it's, first of all, nothing goes up forever. I mean, mm-hmm. the, you know, a tree doesn't grow to the sky. I, I, I feel every time I think there's something softening, I see something like that Ferrari, the 246 GT that sold on Bring a Trailer or GTS for like over $800,000. And that's just, that's a crazy number to me, but somebody paid that money and there was an underbidder. So I, I don't, there's a frenzy, but I don't know if it's softening or leveling. I, I just, I'm I'm just waiting to see what happens in Monterey right now. I think we all are. Yeah, Monterey will be, but you know, people show up and pay crazy money because they want to be on TV and they say, I bought my car at Pebble. It's, there's, there's a, that's a thing, as, as you know. Um, got it. It's great to catch up with you and talk with you. You know, I remember when the uh, Concorso Italiano was one rusty Pantera and an Alpha with a rusted out uh, spare tire bin. And that was like... 35, 40 years ago. It's like, we're going to go to this uh, Classico thing, Italiano thing, and there's a bunch of rusty old Italian cars and guys standing around, you know, uh, 
being cool. So car is the really form of cars and coffee. Keith, thanks so much for joining us on uh, Race Central on the radio. Have a great weekend. Good luck with the. Uh, you know, the, the family thing. Uh, you, I will. You know, you hold my good thoughts for you, but uh, I'll have to track you down. Next time I'm going to be at a big event or something, I'd love to sit down and break some bread or have a coffee and, and uh, maybe not bench racing, but bench car auctioning. How's that sound? That's right. Listen, it's great to talk to you, Kurt. Thanks so much for having me on your show. Uh, at absolute pleasure. I'm glad we caught up, and I want to thank Judy Stropas for making that happen. It's sportscarmarket.com. It's sportscarmarket.com. I'm the insider. It's Race Central on the radio. It's the drive from 3 to 5 and racecentralmedia.com. Welcome back to the premier home for motorsports for two decades. The blowtorch for motorsports on Race Central Radio. It fires me up, man. On ESPN Radio AM 1600 with award-winning host, Kurt Hansen. Uh, we'll work on that. It's uh, 44 minutes after the hour. Uh, last call for this segment, uh, the first hour of power. Starting to wrap it up here on the premier home. It's the drive. It's Race Central, the drive from 3 to 5. Uh, and racecentralmedia.com. Keith Martin is a, I remember the Alpha newsletter. My God. That's bringing back, and I loved his response when I said, I remember when uh, the, the Italiano, Classico Italiano, which has now become, oh my God, it's as big as the main show at Pebble. Um, it really was. It was a rusty Pantera and an Alpha and a bunch of dudes drinking cheap wine. Uh, so, I, I mean, it was at uh, Quail Lodge. God darn. A lot of fun, though. It, it is, it, uh, if you ever get a chance, if you're even loosely formatted to love all this crazy stuff that I've been doing my whole life, Pebble Beach is is really, really, really special. It's, it's you know, for a lot of people, bucket list is a World Series game or Super Bowl or uh, the Preakness or... Uh, whatever the deal may be, well, from some people, it might be going to uh, the 61st running of the Knoxville Nationals, uh, presented by, and be, no, actually not presented by, well, it is presented by my race pass, but it, it'll be SpeedSport, uh, SpeedSport.com, SpeedSport Live. I'll be co-hosting the uh, the live stream Saturday and doing a lot of interviews and a lot of a lot of really cool stuff. I'm very excited to join the Speed Sport team and be a part of this with uh, a great guy, Joe Tripp and Ralph Shaheen, who's if he was on the show a week ago, you know, from Sacramento, California, a little dirt rat like me, going to you know the motorcycle races and outlaw shows and sprint car shows, you know, all over the Bay Area and Northern California. It's going to be a lot of fun. I believe our, I'll get the exact schedule, but I believe our live stream on speedsport.com will be Saturday. I think it's uh, noon to one or two. And we have a who's who uh, of guests. So if you're into dirt track racing, this is, uh, this is going to be big. You know, you're going to love it. And just follow uh, actually five days of coverage from the 61st running of the Knoxville Nationals. On speedsport.com, it's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, you'll you, we're going to we're going to take you behind as I like to say behind the the velvet rope or uh, you know backstage. So your backstage pass will be at speedsport.com. I'll be uh, again doing the live stream on Saturday. I'll get those times here and get them out to you. Also, a little program note: uh, we used to do, do something called the Race Central Replay, which was very very popular. 
you know, uh, but now we have the podcast, which Sydney does a great job with. And uh, DenverFan.com, it's doing very well. So if you miss any part of the show or any great interviews, you can find them on uh, DenverFan.com. But uh, the Race Central Replay is coming back. Uh, more information to follow so you can get that information. Well, the best way to get it is get our newsletter, which you can sign up for at RaceCentralMedia.com. It's right there on the homepage. Uh, I would suggest doing it. Uh, also, a little reminder, tomorrow is my Race Central Not Your Average Car Show car show at Total Beverage in Westminster. That will be a not to miss. Tons of vendors. And it's it's the array of cars that we've got. I, I, I'm not going to read them all off. But it's it's huge, and it's going to be a lot of fun and free stuff, uh, food, you know, and really it's going to be fun. I would just suggest that you go there. It's a Total Beverage parking lot which is the only one we could find that's big enough uh, to do this in Westminster. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, for more information, you can probably go to uh, – actually, you can go to racecentralmedia.com. I forgot. The icon is right there on the home page with all the times and, and good stuff. So just uh, go to the website that makes you smarter, racecentralmedia.com. Um, Ross Chastain has kind, of, kind of been the story this year. He and Tyler Reddick. Tyler gets a big win a week ago. But Ross is – and it's funny, depending on who you talk to, like Lee Spencer said from RacingBoys.com a few weeks ago that, you know, uh, Denny Hamlin ain't going to, you know, lay down for Ross Chastain and, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I'm not a big Denny Ham Sandwich fan anyway. Nice guy, but now nah, he's not my jam. So I kind of like, I like Ross. I like Tyler, too. Uh, Ross is very gregarious. He's a watermelon farmer. That's why he wins the race. He smashes the watermelon, which is pretty cool. Tyler from Northern California, uh, very kind of low-key. Um, but there's a fine line, and, and, I, and I get it. And maybe Ross has crossed it here or there. But you've got to understand, this guy didn't even have a ride a year ago with all the goings on and, and you know, man. And then he gets the opportunity with the next-gen car to get uh, in a top-flight car, in a, but an underfunded team. But with the new car, it it compressed the field, leveled, leveled the playing ground, playing field. And he's making the most of it. But uh, what can I tell you? Uh, he's, he's ruffled a few feathers. I'll leave it at that. But our good friend Bob Pockross says, uh, why uh, penalizing Ross – was the right move. And we'll hear from him. Thanks, Fox Sports, right here and right now. Hey, everyone. Bob Pockers from Fox Sports and some fast thoughts following Tyler Reddick's victory here at the Brickyard on the road course. A wild finish. Ross Chastain uses the access road to try to improve his position. Okay, so he says he wasn't trying to improve his position. He said he was just uh, that he wasn't going to make the turn. So, you know, he used the access road, obviously came out where he came out. But look, I think it was right for NASCAR to issue the penalty. It's in the rules that you can't cut the course, especially to improve your position. You know, if you get run off the course or you're trying to make an invasive move, NASCAR tends to show some discretion as they should. But in this case, I think it was pretty clear that you had to penalize Ross for that. And, you know, you don't blame Ross for sticking in there thinking, well, I'm probably going to get penalized because if he doesn't, you know, then he's got a shot at the win. But I certainly think NASCAR made the right call there on Ross Chastain for cutting the course. And, you know, and certainly made for some interesting moments, uh, you know, there at the end. It kind of similar last year in the sense of Chase Briscoe battling 
not knowing that he was going to get penalized. And, uh, and obviously with the wreck with Denny Hamlin there, allowing Almendinger to slip through. This time there were no wrecks. Reddick uh, made the pass, got back out in front, and it was just a big win for him. Thank you, Mr. Bob. Uh, I wonder, he might be in Knoxville next week. I doubt it. Because NASCAR keeps him pretty busy, and he is kind of, you know, their guy. And I, I love these new segments he's doing where he's actually, because he's a really quiet, conservative guy, doesn't own a car, lives in the middle of, of you know, Manhattan, and uh, pretty quiet guy. And, and so it's funny when he does these segments, like they had him drinking beer uh, a few weeks ago. I think actually it was Talladega, I think, because the infield of Talladega is known to be, well, the infield of Talladega. And uh, I don't know if he was faking it, uh, fake it till you make it or what, but he did seem like he might have. Stella was getting her groove on. I'll leave it at that. But he's, uh, yeah, he's, he's very good at what he does. I hope I'll see him. Maybe I'll send him a text after the show, see if he'll be in Knoxville, but I kind of doubt it. But um, I don't know. We will see. Um, wow. Uh, next, well, the next in the next hour, just to give you a little heads up, uh, we'll talk to uh, Desert Assassin founder and off-road racer extraordinaire, Mr. Cameron Steele. I know him from the Champ Car days. He was doing TV for NBC Sports back then. Actually, and uh, his cohort was Denverite uh, Michelle Beisner, who is now married to, has been for a few years. they got a couple new kids. And uh, Michelle Beisner was, I believe, a former Bronco cheerleader. And I did some um, announcing. Well, I was a champ car announcer uh, for the Denver Grand Prix. And I did some TV stuff with Michelle and some, you know, cocktail party hosting and all stuff back in the days of uh, Centrix Financial. And boy, did Bob Sutton, um, he and his family really stepped up and uh, brought a really, well, they just made it happen. And they were kind enough to take me to uh, the Baja 1000 that I raced in in 06, I think. Uh, and then after that to uh, well, in the wide open Baja buggies, which we raced in the 1000 and all that good stuff. And I think we've got a, a tornado warning. We got uh, we got the red light going. And as you can hear, uh, the sounder. And we are at the top of a big building here in um, Southern. Uh, well, the DTC, I'll leave it at that. So. Uh, we'll, we'll let you know. I've actually been on air when the fire alarm went off in a building once at another outlet, which is pretty interesting. Um, you know, everybody's running around and saying, you, sm- you smell smoke, you smell smoke. No, so let's just keep going. So anyway, uh, yeah, and that, but that's the second Friday in a row, which is really, really interesting. So, and I'm not going to have time this segment to get to the real story behind the Lewis Hamilton Denver Bronco uh, connection. But we've got a lot more really great audio, too, that we'll get to. And maybe even a phone call at 303-844-3776. If you want to join the program, 303-844-3776. We'll have an open segment right off the top of the second hour power. And then we'll talk to Desert Assassin founder and off-road racer extraordinaire, Mr. Cameron Steele, at a quarter past the hour. It is Race Central on the radio, brought to you. In part by Coyote Motorsports, a short drive up I-25. They've got the new CF Moto motorcycle, ATVs, uh, UTV side-by-sides. They're a star Yamaha dealer, which means you have to be perfect with your customer satisfaction rating. They're also an inner circle dealer for the Red Hot CF Moto and 0% financing, too. Uh, pop on in tomorrow. Tell Brian you hear, 
Heard us talking about him on the radio, also Colpar's Hobby Town. That's Fred's place. Two locations to serve you: the Superstore in Aurora and the Denver store, and at Colpar.com. Also, Dream Cars, DreamCars.com. Buy and sell. It's easy. Deal with the boss. Tom's a great guy. You can email him at support at dreamcars.com. Also, the big car show tomorrow, the Race Central, not your average car show. Car show in the Total Beverage parking lot in Westminster. Uh, The information and all the good stuff is right there on the homepage at racecentralmedia.com. What can I tell you? Hour number one of the book, hour number two coming up. Keep it locked right here. We'll be back.